Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help with home, life, auto, or business needs. Phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. At this time, we say hello to our good friend. And, well, he's basically the co-host of the show now, political historian, data guru, Scott Strong. Scott, how's it going? It's going good. How about you, Rob? Uh, I'm doing great. I know your whole goal in life was to be a co-host on Central Indiana Today. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, the political season's heating up, and one of the reasons we're doing a little bit more of this and a little bit less on the guests is because there's so many things to uh, to talk about uh, all across uh, Indiana politics, but specifically right here in central Indiana. And Scott, I know you're like me. I, I know you love a good political quarrel, right? Oh, yes. It just It's just thrilling. Okay, so we've got a good one now. We've got shenanigans, or at least the allegation of shenanigans, and it involves two United States congressmen here in Indiana, Todd Rakita and Luke Messer. And Scott, apparently there's some allegations that Rakita's people are messing with uh, Messers, no pun intended, Wikipedia page. Yeah, so this is this is really interesting because we don't know who it is. It's allegations. There's no proof. And the question is, is it really him or is this a third extraneous person that wants these guys to fight to tear each other down? Yeah, this is very interesting because normally the way, and you can expand on this here in just a second, Scott, normally the way the primary works, again, Messer and Rakita, for those of you who have been hiding under a rock, it's believed they're both going to run for United States Senate next year, and they're going to run in the Republican primary. The winner will take on Joe Donnelly in the fall. Uh, usually, people are f- candidates for big time office. They're they're fake nice to each other until about uh, about five months out, right? That's right. Yeah. So in this case, that would be like January. That's when the primary season starts. The primaries in May. So Scott, it's pretty unusual that these guys are uh, going at it at the way they have so far. Yeah, it is. So there's there's some questions if somebody else isn't inciting the fight, and some of that might be another candidate that they would um, have to take on if either one of them won in the fall. But you, if you're that fall guy, you certainly want them to tear each other down in the meantime. But we're not saying that that's what's happening. We just know there's a lot of controversy. And this is a really big deal for us because Todd Rakita is our congressman here in Hendricks County, also over there in Boone County. And uh, he doesn't have Marion County, but a large portion of our district has uh, Todd Rakita representing them. Um, okay, so Scott little bit of history here. This thing sort of started uh, earlier this year, several months ago, when it came to light that Luke Messer's wife uh, is an attorney for the city of Fishers, and she's making about $20,000 a month, but is is never there. And it's, correct me if I'm wrong, it's believed that the, the Rakita's people are the ones who leaked that information. 
Yes, that's correct. So it came out of an Associated Press news story. But as we both know, Associated Press doesn't have reporters full time on the ground, and they're certainly not going and covering the local council meetings and fishers. So the idea is a lot of ways they, they get their stories is somebody says, hey, you ought to check into this, and then they follow up. And so the question is, where did they get that lead? Yeah, and that Scott is spot on with this, uh, especially when it comes to dealing with primaries. And as somebody who worked for a U.S. Senate candidate in a primary in 2016, I will tell you, AP doesn't send people on the ground. The campaigns give them stuff, and then they will do some research based on what you give them. But it has to come from somebody with intimate knowledge. So that blew up a big thing. And Messer came back quite forcefully, Scott. And I know at the time we talked about it, we were pretty surprised at how agitated he seemed. That clearly got under his skin. Yes, it did. And so what's happening here, which is which is as you kind of take a look at this, they're starting to define already to narratives that you're going to see that are going to be used against these candidates if they run, whether it's in the primary or in the fall election. And right now, we'd have to say we have to give the a little bit of advantage to um, Rokita in the things that they're starting to do to, to put out here is what's going to be that narrative. And then we've even seen Rokita interviewed on the news. He says, well, I'm here in Indiana. My other candidate will phone it in. (laughs) (laughs) And again, Rob Kendall, Scott Strong, we're talking about this report that Luke Messer, Congressman Indiana's, uh, represents the east portion of our state, uh, that his Wikipedia page has been messed with. And the allegation is that his future Republican primary candidate next year, or Todd Rokita, or his people are the ones that, that are doing it um uh, yeah and so let's go into that a little bit you say right now advantage rakita do you think that's because messer just hasn't really thrown any grenades yet or there's just not any ammo on rakita I think that they've tried to put out ammo. They've tried to hit him on his private plane and flying around, um, but it doesn't seem to be sticking. The, the narrative against Messer seems to be, and we've seen it on the web page. You know, they they said, you know, one of the things they they quoted on there and they changed, or somebody changed, and they said that you know Messer joined Ice Miller's lobbying division, and they put down that he was you know a lobbyist. And then it put down that he doesn't live in Indiana. And then it puts down that his wife made a quarter million dollars a year, you know, since 2000. And so they're 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 moving this thing forward to say that he's an elitist. He's a person of privilege. He doesn't live here. He's a lobbyist. So we don't know who put that out there, but I can pretty much get that is going to be the talking points in the primary and the general election if he runs against, you know, if he makes it that far. Yeah, I said this from the beginning when it was clear these two guys were going to run that uh, Messer better put his big boy pants on because Rakita is a region guy originally, so he's not screwing around. No, he's going after it, and he has been um, sinking it down. So there hasn't been anything to hit Rakita on yet. They've tried the his private plane and stuff, and of course they came back and said, "I'm carrying around wounded vets," and and so. Um, but there are some issues that they can hit Rakita on. It just hasn't. It's not as newsworthy or as juicy as some of the things that have come out on Messer. But there will be things that will come, and I'm sure they're digging. Well, and they're going to play those clips of Rakita saying things about women on TV and stuff like that, right? I mean, that's the ad if you're Messer that Rakita's a sexist more who will get destroyed by Donnelly. That's right. So now the question is, is is it really Rokita's people that are doing this, 
Or if I'm the campaign manager for Senator U.S. Senator Joe Donnelly, I want these guys to fight. I want them to tear each other down. So they could have went in. I'm not saying they did. That's what Kirkita's people are saying, that they're saying that Donnelly's trying, his people are doing this. We don't know. All we know is they're making news. Now, Scott, Donnelly's a friend of the show. I'm not going to have you speaking that way about our good friend, Senator Donnelly. He'd never do something like that. You know, no politician would ever do anything to uh, advance their own agenda. I have to agree with you, Rob. <laughs> Again, uh, Rob Kendall, Scott Strong, we're talking about uh, this uh, report that the Wikipedia page of uh, United States Congressman Luke Messer has been changed. Uh, it's been uh, printed up some of the things that are not so flattering about him. And the the whisper campaign is that Todd Rikita, his future opponent in the Senate primary, uh, is behind it. Now, Scott, I talked about this at length on WIBC last weekend. I'm upset with both of these guys because I feel like they're putting out a big charade right now that they're both running for Senate, but neither one of them is running for Senate. Am I wrong to be upset by this? No, I don't think so. Um, And both of them are trying to gather support and move forward. But I think we're both past that point where we know they're both going to run. It's just a matter of who decides to get in first. I think it'll be as soon as one announces, the other will announce pretty quickly. Yeah, and some people said, wow, you were really mean to Messer and Rikita this weekend. I said, I wasn't mean. I want both of them to run. I'm all for it. I like both of them. They're both friends of the show. Of course, who is not a friend of this show? But anyway, I'm I'm all for them running. But stop the charade. You're running for Senate. Stop fundraising. Stop comparing yourself. Get in the game. Yeah, and there's a whole lot of people out here. And for the think about this, we've got two congressional districts that are going to be basically without congressmen running for reelection. So all of a sudden, we are going to throw open the gates of a heck of a horse race in each of these districts because there's going to be a slew of people that are going to run in, but they can't really do it until these guys get out. Yeah, are you running strong? Are you in? I'm not, but I'm hoping that you will be. <laughs> I'm very happy making the big money over at WIBC now. So, uh, But thank you. That's very flattering. Um, I guarantee that'd be the most fun congressional race ever if I were to get in. Oh, it definitely would. I'm sure that we would have a long litany of things that we could put up on Facebook. And it would, it would be you. a daily lead story in the Indie Star and every television station. Those guys would those guys would be petrified if I ran for Congress. It'd, it'd be uh, no turning back. I can assure you. But you think Trump was bad? Just think if I ran for uh, for something. That's but, right. That's it, right. Okay. Anyway, here's the thing that that drew my attention. Okay, who really outside of the really super wonky political people are searching someone's Wikipedia page? Like if you were going to mess with somebody, I wouldn't think like eight months out of a primary or whatever it is now that you'd be changing someone's Wikipedia page. This seems like a sort of a juvenile thing to do, not something that's going to garner a big result. Yeah, and so that's the reason that it makes sense. It's been picked up as a story. Now it's out there. People are going to look. So, um, in the bigger picture of things, it's not that big until the news story has taken it on because we don't have anything else to talk about, apparently. Um, so with that, this is one of these things that gives a black eye to both of the campaigns because now it becomes he said, he said type of campaign. Messer strikes me as the sort of guy, you know, in those movies where it's like the um, remember in the cartoons when you could see the steam rising out of the character's head and then it comes out of his yeah. ears. Yeah, that strikes me as Messer that Rikita keeps messing with him. He's messed. They messed with him. They messed with his wife. They messed with his mother already. And we're not even to August yet ahead of the primary. Like steam's going to start coming out of his ears like like a, a, a Jerry on Tom and Jerry. 
Or to- Tom on yeah. Tom and Jerry. Yes. So the question is, is does he try to rise above it and say, hey, do you really want somebody that's going to do these type of things? I'm the candidate that's above the, the high road. So we'll see how this how this plays out. But I think really this is bad for the Republicans and this is good for Donnelly because Donnelly's out there talking about health care and what he's doing. And these guys are either defending or attacking what is said or isn't said about them. So this probably helps them. I don't think it gets some name recognition. The name recognition that it gets doesn't set well with the general public. Yeah. And the, the big wigs in the GOP. See, I love this sort of stuff. I think it's great. I think it's awesome, but of course, I was the world's biggest Donald Trump fan. I think everything's on the table in politics now. I think we should just be who we are as a society. But the bigwigs in the GOP, they don't like this at all, and they've told both these guys to knock it off. Yeah, so, and and it, because they, what's happening is they afraid that it's going to disenfranchise the Republican voters. Um, right now, it's mostly hitting on the people who follow the news and the party faithful. The general population is like, huh, what? I mean, they're kind of <laughs> dismissing it, but it will come back up in a whole bunch of ads that will be played in the media markets um, before next May. And I'm telling you right now, if I'm Rakita. Uh, because and and this is just a piece of advice. I like both of these guys, both friends of the show, guests guests of the show. Um, if I'm Rakita, do not what is it? Don't throw stones from a glass house because Messer's going to have a ton of money. And I think those ads that they run against Rakita are going to be so bad. I think they are going to just rip him apart of those ads. So I'd be very careful if I were Todd Rakita. Yeah, they're gonna, they're probably saving and keeping their powder dry for the actual campaign because they've got some things that they could, you know, take and put out there and with, you know, by making it black and white and things, they could play his own words and use them against him, but they don't want to use it yet. Yeah, because and we talked about this yesterday on the show. Um that it's interesting that poll came out that despite all the bad press for Messer, there really hasn't been any for Rikita. Messer in, the, in that poll we talked about yesterday is is leading by one point, but most people haven't made up their minds. So once you get to the time where people start seeing you on TV, I think Messer plays better on TV to the average primary voter. Yeah, I think so. And the other thing is, is the the person, you know, if we have winners and losers, who's winning? It's the Donnelly campaign because their campaign strategy is saying, hey, if Rokita wins, this is what we're going to use. <laughs> if Messer wins, this is what we're going to use. These guys are making our campaign for us. We don't even have to work. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is in. FamilyDentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth Mentoring serves the children of Hendricks County. Impact Youth provides academic and social development in our mentees as well as leadership development in our mentors. If you are interested in becoming a mentor or know a child who could use a mentor, learn more by searching Impact Youth Mentoring on Facebook or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. A podcast of Central Indiana Today is now available on SoundCloud or iTunes. Made possible by Figment 2 McDonald's. Figment 2 McDonald's has locations in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of WYRZ 98.9 and Community Radio. 
Again, Rob Kendall, Scott Strong, the program Central Indiana today. And uh, I want to talk about a topic that it's it's pertains to Marion County specifically, but it's a big issue for the surrounding counties because it is something that you're listening to these county sheriffs. They are saying it's issues they're going to have to address. Um, what do we do with our increasing criminal population, with the drug epidemic going on? There's more people that need to be incarcerated, or at least the, the law enforcement says need to be incarcerated. We've seen a change in the state uh, state sentencing guidelines uh, that puts a lot more onus on local governments to deal with low-level offenders. And Marion County, the city of Indianapolis, um, is uh, approving a $20 million to go towards the uh, design, planning and design of a new jail, Scott. Uh, and when you spend $20 million on something, you're doing it, right? Well, not necessarily because our former mayor, um, Mayor Ballard, tried to do the same thing back in 2014 where he got $17 million approved to do the same thing. Um, the, the good news here is we've had a Republican administration. We've got a Democrat administration. Both of those mayors' office are saying, hey, we need this. Um, Hogshead has moved it forward, and it looks like he is probably going to be able to do it because of some of the – or things that he's been able to sell that Boward was not. Yeah, the cost is estimated it could be as much as $575 million. I mean, that's that's astronomical, right? Oh, yes, that is. So, But there are some things that are along there. There's a very – because of this prison population and all this has grown, there's like three different jails right now. There's transportation costs. Um, there's an outsourced provider that's been providing this – that they're talking about just by consolidating these. And, and the big win is, and the thing that kind of held up Ballard and uh, part of because he mostly had a Democratic council that he was working with at the time, is the fact that the judges did not say that they were going to move to it. So they said, hey, you can do it, but we're going to keep our courts here and you're going to have to bring people back and forth. Now, um, the deal with Mayor Hogsett is supposedly he's gotten sign off from the courts to say that they will move to the new facility. So there's enough savings here to get this um, this vendor out and they can save about 17 million dollars a year, which goes a long way towards paying it. But it doesn't pay all of it. Now, they're calling this a community justice center. And one of the things they're selling with it is that it's going to deal not just with the prison population, but treating people for opioid epidemic, et cetera. And it reflects, at least right now, a change in society and maybe the change in the way we deal with people with drug addiction. Yeah, so they're, they're saying that it's a more comprehensive approach. I mean, obviously, you've got three different jails. You've got, you know, so many of the, de the sheriff's deputies, and I didn't know this until it kind of showed it in the article. You've got 573 sheriff's deputies, that, and the sheriff's department is the department that's kind of in charge of these prisoners. About 342 of them are almost full-time working, transportation, taking people back and forth, you know, giving them the court, taking the medical treatment or to other things. So they're saying that that's going to lessen that and put it in one area and make it more safer. And plus they can offer up treatment programs through Medicaid. So, 
Yeah, and we mentioned this, not just because obviously we're heard in Marion County, and this is a huge issue there, but it's an issue I know in Hendricks County, where we're both from, that Sheriff Brett mm-hmm. Clark has said some of the same stuff. Like, look, I can only do so much, and I can keep this jail going, but, you know, it's like a piecemeal thing. You know, eventually you're just going to run out of resources, and something's got to be done. Yeah, and so this is this is really a growth of the population of that's being needed to be, you know, going to court and, and held in these jails. So there is a point where you do have to take it and so it probably is well past the time. I think this could probably be the defining issue of a Hogset um, administration. Um, it's something that is needed. It probably will happen, but I don't know that it's going to happen in a timeline that he will be able to take credit for because this will probably be into whether it's his administration, if he gets reelected or the next guy, it's not going to happen immediately. But it does kind of show um, good fiscal leadership in the area of taking this bull by the horns. And this was something that Boward really tried to do, but this was one of the things that he that he didn't make it during his time at mayor. Scott, great job as always. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. Just search Central Indiana Today. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. Phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group.